Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, in his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom, and today I have my new friend, new-ish. We've uh, gotten to know each other over the last few months. Uh, Niall McSheffrey is here with me today, and Niall uh, is a recent transplant to Orange County, and so we always love when uh, new folks come in with great outside perspective. And he moved here from Hong Kong, and he has been a, a career operator, mainly in the technology industry in a number of different roles, who has turned now into becoming a venture capitalist uh, and has a new fund called Elements Ventures. So quick intro to Niall there. Uh, Niall, great to have you on Accelerate OC and really great to have you here in Orange County now. Well, happy to be here. Happy to be so close yet so far um, on these crazy days. So yeah, thanks for having me on, Kerry. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, uh, let's get to the starting line. Why don't you give us a quick intro to really how you ended up in Orange County and also sure. um, how you ended up deciding to start a, a VC firm. Yeah, so um, it's quite interesting. I, I came out of the nonprofit space about 12 years ago and worked for this large digital agency in Arizona. And I was selling, actually during the last recession, you know, we were selling digital services and we were super expensive. The guys who owned this this visa, or this um, this digital agency were super smart. They had a great reputation and we were really, really expensive even back then. And I realized I could probably do this cheaper uh, with a team offshore. And so I had a friend who moved to the Philippines and uh, he said, Hey, listen, we got some developers over here. And, and at the time um, I actually got laid off um, because of the times, you know, with the recession back then and quickly started my own company. And we just started doing the similar work to what this agency did mm -hmm. with cheaper labor overseas. And, and we really had this idea of, you know, a rising tide uh, raises all ships and, and we wanted to, to build uh, the economy in the Philippines and basically had, this company with one employee, um, one one contract, one client, and and we were you know starting off like that. And and over the years we were able to build it to about oh about fifty employees, a couple million dollars a year in revenue, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it was quite exciting because we went from being a service outsourcing company to to agencies to being a really our own product agency, hmm. and we learned so much along the way. We learned so much about how you know how startups work. Um, we're startups you know, can, can succeed and where they can fail. Mm -hmm. And, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of ideas we had weren't that great. Um, and we, you know, we obviously were doing a service to build these products, but some of them were amazing. And some of them we really wanted to have a piece off and, and, you know, we, we find a way to have equity in some of these, but really what I learned over the years was wouldn't it be great to be on the other side of this and, and being an investor. Mm -hmm. And so, and so, um, in the meantime, I, uh, met my my wonderful wife Sarah over in, in Hong Kong. I was traveling over to the Philippines a lot and, and spent some time in Hong Kong, and had moved over there and just continued to operate my company from Hong Kong and and had been around a lot of smart people in the investment space and really you know worked hard on the next phase of, of my business life and it was to start the the, the be in the investor side as mm -hmm. as a venture capitalist. So that's kind of the, the 
the evolution of how we got started. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. So called Elements Ventures, and you are still in the, the early stages of this. So you, so you relocated here to Orange County. Uh, yeah. you know, from what we've talked about off the air, you know, you, you really felt like this area, you know, Southern California was a particularly good place to, to plant, but also you're fairly broad and open as to how you think about where to invest. So why don't you share a little bit more about sort yeah. of your, your strategy sure. for the fund, and then certainly would love to get your thoughts as well on we're in a, a really challenging time uh, that we haven't seen certainly for 10 years. So would love to uh, to get your thoughts on sort of the state of the investor market uh, from where you sit at least um, right now. So let's talk about, you know, here being here in SoCal and you know how you think about investing and then also the state. So I'm sure a bunch of questions in front of you. Yeah. Well, I'll, let me tell you a little, I'll tell you a little about the fund first and kind of what sure. our mandate is and why, you know, mm -hmm. why I end up here in Orange County. And so, um, you know, I'm a software guy, so I know SaaS, I know software mm -hmm. development, I know mobile apps, I know e-commerce, I know enterprise. I'm not really a hardware or bio or life sciences mm -hmm. guy, but, but that's what I know really well. And so, you know, from an investment side, we, 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 we set up a strategy to be focused on, on SaaS-based mm -hmm. startups, disruptive startups like um, using SaaS technology, right, which, which yeah. again is a very, if you know that space well, I mean, you really know how to, how to find the right kind of companies. And so... About a year and a half ago, we set up our whole thesis, or our, our mandate, um, started the, the fund over in Asia, in Hong Kong, and, and looked for some seed capital, which we had um, in, in Asia, to start the fund up. Um, we started raising in March with our fund and, um, and started looking at companies as well, startups to invest in. And so um, we started raising right when the protest started in Hong Kong, which was a very interesting time to start raising. So that was a little bit of a challenge. But we went through you know, a little bit of an evolution in in what we were looking for and, and the types of startups we were interested in. And over the last year, um, 2019, we vetted 600 startups and have a top 15 list of startups we think are compelling, not just to meet our thesis, but we really would, would have a chance of being successful um, in the long term mm -hmm. for, you know, if we invest in them. So we feel like we got the process uh, for um, deal flow right. Um, um, we're still in process of raising and in the midst of it, my, my wife got a green card and we're like, you know, she's a lawyer over there, but really, you know, we, we realized, you know, we hadn't spent much time back here. So let's, you know, continue back here. Yeah. And, and, and the, the default place for any venture capitalist to be is in Silicon Valley. Sure. And that's not where I want to be at all. And, and I, I'm from Santa Monica. And mm -hmm. so, um, because of family reasons was like, well, I'll just go a little further south. I love Orange County. It's a great place to raise a family. Um, sure. And, and Carrie, you know, it just serendipity is a strange thing and ended up, you know, within 10 minutes away from UCI. Mm -hmm. um, had a chance always to meet you and, and a bunch of other, you know, great people who are, who are really have the same kind of vision that I have as far as um, investing in these, these early stage companies that we, we mm -hmm. want to see become successful. And so, um, decided to take, you know, the, the next step here. And it doesn't mean I'm not in Hong Kong or, or up in, in San Francisco or, sure. or in New York. I mean, you know, we're, we're talking to limited partners all over the world. Um, mm -hmm. But, but the beef working from here is, is actually quite a luxury. That's right. And um, I, I don't want to be in the middle of the clutter. I want to be in a place where there's, there's space to operate. And I think there's plenty of space here in Orange County. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the good news as well is we, we got connected into Evo Nexus and, and there's some great companies there. And, you know, even um, 
in the different Orange County networks, we're, we're seeing a lot of, you know, local companies here that we think would be quite compelling to fit into our thesis as well. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the long story of how I end up here. Um, that's great, you know, great perspective. Right, the status right now, so, so look, to, look, to look at, you know, where we are right now is quite interesting because, you know, everything gets kind of ground to a halt, halt, uh, halt like three weeks ago. I mean, it mm -hmm. just stopped. It wasn't like this kind of like, hey, wait and see. It was like, Everything just, everybody just closed yeah, the doors, I mean, right? It, it literally was, yeah. I mean, to me, it was just, it wasn't even like a tail. It was straight down. I remember having a coffee meeting like a few days after it started, and we were like, well, can we go to Starbucks? Can we can we actually sit outside? Will they let mm -hmm. us sit outside? Which they did, and then the next, Starbucks closed like, the next day. Yeah. So then, you know, there's no more meetings. And um, here we are in the middle of raising a fund, and, and – all of our raising is involved in relationships with limited partners who really need to get to know us so that we can, you know, have a compelling reason for them to invest in us. So, so the state of IVC is, is, is it's, it's in limbo and it's on hold. And have really, you done until, any first, have you done any first prospective LP meetings like this yet? No, no, I haven't, okay. done, I haven't done that. Um, and, and I was in the midst of some where, you know, they were really, introductions of people who would introduce you and and so um um what's quite interesting is this kind of this actually leads me into like your next question is what is the state of these lps yeah. at this stage so so as i was telling you earlier i was on a call with a um kind of a group call with a, a bunch of vcs from from los angeles probably mm -hmm. 20 or 30 mm -hmm. you know some of the biggest some of some smaller ones actually from all over the country and they're you know, they were, they were all in different stages, which is quite interesting. So, so mm -hmm. one was they had, they actually had raised their fund and they're ready to deploy, which is, I think, mm -hmm. a fascinating place mm -hmm. to be right now. <clears throat> if you're ready to deploy funds. Be very lucky. Right. Cause you, you, you probably will be picking some certain kind of companies, which we can talk about later. Mm -hmm. um, there was there, you know, but most of the funds who had, you know, where they're on their first or second fund, really their the big, the big conversation was how do we help our portfolio companies? Mm -hmm. So really the state of VC right now is, is, is how do we really help our portfolio companies either survive or succeed in the midst of this mm -hmm. pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Which I think it's probably the conversations you're having as well. That's right. That's you know, what I'm hearing. I mean, you know, perspective, right. perspective people we've been talking to or even some of our companies who are trying to raise capital in some cases have seen people pull back because they're saying we need to reserve for the other investments we've already made. Yep. So I, yeah, for sure. And I've seen this in prior eras as well. Prior downturns. I'm sure, old. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it, you know, there's the 2001, the 2008. And what's interesting is, is, is a lot of the guys in the call were saying, Hey, this is really like the 2001 kind of bubble um, mm -hmm. that's bursting, even though it's not really a bubble, mm -hmm. but that's how you could characterize the state of, you know, where VC Activity. is. Yeah, but there's activity. also the most dry powder already deployed, committed at least, and whether it's you know, yeah, all there so that, that there's so ever been, right? So, so on one hand, that could keep it going. Yeah, so so right out of this, if it, if it lasts just a few months, that 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 money can be certainly dispersed to, mm -hmm. um, in the right way. But yeah, so it's quite interesting to see. So, but I think we have VCs in three stages. Ones are trying to raise, like me. Mm -hmm. Um, or in the process of raising, some have money to deploy, mm -hmm. and they're having, they're making those decisions. And then some are portfolio management stage, mm -hmm. and I think that's the one that's the scariest and probably the most interesting for these startups because you know they're like, all right, what do I do? And and I think mm -hmm. they're they're really on the on the on the ball of saying, hey, look, 
you know, SBA, you know, SBA loans, um, mm -hmm. look at some of these, these other opportunities, you know, maybe stop your hiring at this stage. And so they're, they're, they're really just giving the advice on like, how do you write out this for the next six months to a year um, so that you're, you can succeed in the long term. And I think that's part of the bigger conversation mm -hmm. that happened on at least the call I had last week and, and with, yep. uh, with my buddies over in Hong Kong. Um, the other one I think that's quite interesting is, all right, so these investors who have money, where are they deploying it? And, and the obvious is it's in some sort of health tech or life sciences where there's some breakthroughs mm -hmm. and, and ed tech. Those are kind of like going to come out of this um, pandemic as kind of yeah. the, hot, the hot areas, right? Mm -hmm. um, especially ones that are specifically relevant to solving some of the problems. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we all know the stories of, of um, you know, why Zoom has become, you know, they're already a unicorn, but obviously... Sure they had to turn up their bandwidth a little bit and, yes. you know, reserve a few, reserve a few servers and their AWS uh, <laughs> yeah. or wherever, wherever they're exactly. hosted. They're probably on all the big platforms now. Yeah. They're probably like, Hey, let's take over this warehouse so we can exactly. like uh, mandate, you know, manage, you know, the whole world. Mm -hmm. There are companies I think that, that are quite interesting. And so, you'll see a lot of these VCs double down, right? They'll double down on the companies in their portfolio where, where they see that opportunity, uh, even for short-term success. So, um, um, so that's, that's, that was quite interesting that came out from, from, from the time. Um, but again, this, these are just short-term thoughts as of a week ago. Mm -hmm. You know, the reality is, Carrie and, and you and I, you know, we probably have the similar perspective in, the, in this is, you know, we don't know the future. We're not, we're sure. not profits or, or um, mm -hmm. Um, Nostradamus. I mean, you know, um, sure. I mean, MC Hammer was probably the closest prophet to what we had today when he said, you can't touch this. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, you know, it's a great song for, uh, for this time. And then, then Kanye West is like, hey, I got my church service. I want to go global. And I think going global is mm -hmm. probably not the thing to talk about right now. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we don't know the perspective, you know, having to yeah. kind of redact what, what I'm saying is, is we, 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 we just don't have a very clear, we can say, Hey, we think it's going to go here, but mm -hmm. you know, uh, as, as I was talking about earlier, I'm not a, I'm not a macro macro economist, but you know, we're in, we're in some dire straits as far as some of these things go. And, and a lot of startups won't survive. They, they were in trouble before this happened, or they were in the midst of, um, you know, weren't able to raise what they needed to and, 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 or, and were, you know, things got stuck. So, so, you know, the, the, the sad news is, 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 is going to be, you know, a lot of um, companies that may, you know, may not make it. Um, and, sure. um, but anyway, so the state of VC is, you know, it's, it's in, it's in great transition. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and so that, that's, that's the, the VC side of things. I just want to, I'll, I'll let you go. I think there's probably better, better questions to ask at this stage, but one of, one of the, the other sides is, okay, well then, if you're a VC raising like we are, mm -hmm. and you're talking to limited partners, what are they doing? Well, the, what the truth is, is that limited partners, you know, the, these investors or family offices, at least the ones that we were talking with, they're, they're in three areas. They're in the public markets, they're in real estate, mm -hmm. and they're in alternatives like, like us. You know, what they're looking at right now, not necessarily real estate, but they're looking at the public markets and going, great, it's a great time to buy. And so they're, they're, you know, looking at their investments and going, I'm going to play in the market for a while because now mm -hmm. I can find deals. If you so believe that, yeah, if you believe that volatility is going to settle out. 
what what I've seen is is that's the, the focus. And so mm -hmm. in a few months, when things maybe stabilize, you know, then they'll have, we'll have a conversation again. And that's what I've gotten sure. back from some of these uh, LPs I've been talking to is let's talk again in a few months mm -hmm. once we have some certainty of what's going to happen and you know that kind of conversation. Mm -hmm. So that's my it's my two cents of you know wealth of knowledge. That's helpful. That's <laughs> from helpful. Least what what I what I've seen. So um, let's yeah. So yeah, and then the, probably the last part in Asia. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's just, just from an Asian perspective, they were coming out of the woods, Carrie, and uh, now that things are kind of redacted with people returning to Hong Kong and Singapore who are sick. And so, um, you know, they've had to kind of pull, push back on kind of moving forward um, or pull back on, on you know, their, their steps forward, which, which has been troubling to see as well. So, you know, we thought they were out of the woods, but they're not quite. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's the big fear that a lot of us have is that, you know, is this going to sort of temper a little bit here, but then come back in the fall or the winter? Um, and, and I think that'll, that could create a tail on the uncertainty. For yeah, that's some of the unknowns, sure. That's right. So as you think about, yeah. you know, you, yeah. Yeah. You've, you've gotten here to Orange County. Um, I always like the outsider perspective once people get their, their feet a little bit on the ground here. I mean, how, how do you think about Orange County as a place to build companies, to invest, to really build a, a culture of um, high growth startup life? Well, look, so, you know, I think, I think we all know that there, you know, there's, there's great centers for startups in, in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And it's not just Silicon Valley. You know, you've got the big cities like New York as well, of course, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, Areas like Austin or Boulder and, and others that are that are that are you know that are very strong you mm -hmm. know already. I think I think the, the case for Orange County is, is strong because LA is the fifth or sixth in the world of VC money invested. Mm -hmm. So we all know that to into Los Angeles in general for 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 investment on startups. Um, you know, a lot of those uh, are there's legacy companies that that are that are content type companies like like Snapchat and, and mm -hmm. um, Tinder and some of these other startups from several years ago. But but there's also a great fintech presence. There's also um, you know even cybersecurity. You go down to San Diego and, and there's some great um, hardware mm -hmm. um, investment and life sciences. So you've kind of got that whole kind of um, I don't know what you call it from LA to San Diego. This kind of whole just region, region, right? This yeah. whole regional play of, of opportunities yep. and Orange County is great because you've got UCI, you've got, um, um, things like, um, you know, the Cove and Evil, Evil Nexus and, and what you're doing at OC4 carry and, um, some, some of these other, you know, places where, where you're seeing, um, these opportunities. I mean, mm -hmm. the thing, the thing that's, that's, that's challenging is, um, you know, there, there's not necessarily critical mass here yet. So the opportunity mm -hmm. is is to is to grow that critical mass. That's right. Um, so raise your hand spend, if you're here, right? Let us know if you're here. And I think you've you know the networking that we do and that you're able to do it actually is very um, helpful, care because you know they're that's how we get to meet each other. And sure. look, we're all about sharing deal, deal flow. I, I think any VC that doesn't want to share deal flow is is probably not in, in the right mindset. I mean, we're all about you know, I'll lead around and, and how else can you come in? You know, here's a great startup we're looking at. They're not in our wheelhouse, but they might fit for you. Right. Um, you know, I think those are the conversations that, that most VCs would normally have anyway. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, how about doing that here? Yeah. One of the things I'm doing, um, I'm, I know I'm relatively new here, but one of the things I'm doing here in Orange County um, that, that me and another 
um, gentleman were, were putting together, uh, Irving Cow, was this thing called the, the OC Society, um, or the, the VC Society um, of Orange County. And really what it was, was pulling together other VCs who are here in Orange County, um, who are actually just work and live here. So we can talk about deal flow, syndicating mm-hmm. deal flow, and talk mm-hmm. about our perspective on stuff. Because I think, you know. Great idea. It, yeah. So so that's definitely one of the things I saw is, is just an opportunity to pull in together a, a number of other um, um, managers, fund managers here mm-hmm. in, in Orange County to talk. Um, yeah. So so I think I think there's, there's there's great opportunities here. Like from your side, Carrie, like, you know, where do you see the, 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 the benefits of being here versus just being like in downtown LA, you know, what, what, what is it for sure. you that makes it compelling? So I think for me, it is that you eat, which is a bit of a contrarian viewpoint, but this idea that you can have a whole life. And I think that you're going to build, I think you build better companies for a longer period of time when you take a whole life perspective of the people involved. And I think Orange County offers a, a, a whole life of live, work, play, community that is unmatched anywhere, potentially anywhere in the world, but certainly you know here in the the region uh, and in California. So <clears throat> I think it's you've got great diversity. So I was uh, you know, on some of the other discussions I've had. We've talked about this idea that you've got lifestyle brands and you have real estate and you have all this diversity of industry that we just need to intersect with technology. Uh, and, and we have the potential to have great right, breakthrough right. innovations here. So I think it's the whole life yeah. and this opportunity of this next wave of innovation where you take leaders of various industries that maybe haven't embraced software or, uh, data or other elements that will get embraced because it's, it is going everywhere that um, we have that ability to, to really cross and collide those here. Yeah, I think so. It's a, this is a great place to operate from. I think lifestyle wise uh, for startups is a great place for them to be. I think there's, it's unmatched. I mean, this is probably the best place to live in the world, right? right. So that's what so why I not, you know, yeah. why not run your company from here? Yeah, that's right. And yeah. I think, you know, as, as people get through the other side of this crisis, they're going to, they're really, a lot of people are probably rethinking their, um, their life situation and going, okay. Um, yeah, where, where do I want to live? And that could lead to people leaving here because they want a more rural existence. So they want something else, but I just, yeah, maybe you know, off the grid. We've had, yeah. We've had this situation, even in the, the entire country where people are moving less now than they have in I think a long long time I want to say close to 100 years and mobility is actually easier but people are moving and so you you know there's a lot of reasons why I think but something like this could be that kind of shock that that changes that and so then you say okay let's let now we have the world accessible to us either because we can have a distributed team and we can recruit anywhere or we have the best place to to live anywhere so for the people who really want that that lifestyle to offset their work. This is a pretty amazing place. It is. And I think, you know, my perspective is, you know, I think I've traveled to like 60 countries in the world mm-hmm. in my lifetime. And, you know, the world's flat. I'm a big believer is the world is flat. And, and, uh, 
you know, you can be headquartered from anywhere and, and, and have teams around the world. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it, it should be a very normal way to live. And I think that's, mm-hmm. the, the internet has made that possible. Mm-hmm. And that's how we ran our company in the Philippines. We were in Santa Monica. We had a large team in the Philippines, you know, and, and so that's, that's, I think that's, that's quite interesting to, to, to have that, you know, perspective because I think it, it's, it's the norm in many ways. And when mm-hmm. people say, Hey, I'm just here. I have my team here. You know, really the perspective is any growing company is going to have to have a dispersed team to survive okay. because there's great talent everywhere. And if you can leverage them and know how to do that, that that's strong mm-hmm. for us as a fund. I mean, one of the things that we like um, is, you know, we were investing here in the U S and in, in Southeast Asia. And, you know, there's a number of agents here in Orange County that, that we want to catch the ear off to say, mm-hmm. listen, you know, mm-hmm. there's an opportunity to invest back in Southeast Asia to see growing companies here, there, and, and opportunities to invest here as well. So we mm-hmm. want to see obviously both perspectives um, here as, as I think Orange County is the second most um, population of Asians um, in, in the world um, outside mm-hmm. of, you know, in the U S at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, totally, I, totally makes it's, a great, sense. it's a great place to be. And, and, and I would think I'd want to raise my family anywhere else. You know, it's a great place to raise my family. That's right. So a uh, couple <clears> last <throat> quick things. I mean, one, <laughs> What, what advice do you have for founders here? I mean, you, you know, you talked about, you looked at, you know, 600 companies in the last year. What, what things really stick out to you as the things founders should be paying attention to, to make themselves really attractive? Yeah. So, so the, the, the ones that made it to our top list, there, there was obviously a bunch of criteria we looked at and we scored them and, you know, all these, you know, there, there was, it was a pretty rigorous exercise that we did, mm-hmm. but there was a few things that stuck out with these companies that, that made them in that mm-hmm. space. The first one is the founders uh, were subject matter, matter experts. They really uh, had experience in the industry, whether mm-hmm. it was, um, or in FinTech or, um, you know, these guys that are on that list are uh, there because they, they really understand uh, the business mm-hmm. very well. And, and they were able to build a, a startup that, 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 that attracts that. The other absolutely, you know, it's, 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 it's a non, you know, if, if there's a great product there that, that, that doesn't have a market, um, mm-hmm. it's very hard as a VC to say, well, this is great. Let's invest in this. Unless there's a, a real long term of uh, a long view of R and D um, as, as an investment, mm-hmm. which, which probably is not the, the first thing that comes in a VC's mind. Um, and, and so, so, you know, the market research, I'm very, very interested in knowing, you know, if it's in, um, if it's in, in real estate technology, you know, who are the players in this market space? Who are they trying to compete with? Who are they trying to disrupt? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all know in, in market, there's, you're either going to, you're either going to disrupt a market, you're going to augment a market, or you're going to create a new market. Mm-hmm. And, and probably the, the create a new market is obviously the, the, you know, the outliers that, mm-hmm. that have come around, like, you know, Facebook and, and Uber and, you know, all these Airbnb that, that have kind of created these new marketplaces that never existed before. You know, the, the, the startups that, that most of who we see will be ones that are going to either augment a market, um, you know, or, or, or create this, this efficiency that hasn't mm-hmm. been seen in the market before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not really good enough to, 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 to be in that place unless they really, you really see that they, you know, they're going to be able to do that. And sure. that's the future that, that at least we look at. And so those two things are absolutely critical. You know, is this, is the guys have a long track record of will, they, will this product make a difference in the marketplace? So those are two things I always look for. That's great. I think that's super instructive um, for, 
for founders. So last, last thing, what I always ask my guests is, you know, share a piece of advice or a key lesson. So as you think about uh, Orange County in particular, since we really try to focus here with, you know, SoCal as well, what, uh, what advice or, or lessons, you know, do you, do you feel like you've learned along the way, whether it's through your, your agency or your own business or um, sort of, you know, what, what's gotten you to hear that you'd, you'd love to share with others uh, who, who are listening today? Yeah, you know, um, I, think, I think the life, it, it, it's, it's actually a very personal lesson. So, so um, my son is 28. He actually works for Facebook in New York right now and mm-hmm. is an excellent product designer. Uh, six years ago, he almost died. He was critically ill. He was in the hospital and you know, thank God, you know, in San Francisco, he had doctors who were brilliant, who saved his life, who were you know, working severe respiratory illness and pneumonia and, and RDS. And so, you know, uh, by God's grace, he was saved and, and, mm. and he, you know, he's alive today and, and he's 100% healthy. Amazing. And at the time, I was running my, my offshore, you know, product agency and everything just landed in perspective at that stage where, you know what, nothing else really matters except mm-hmm. your, your family. You know, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you know, you can have a business fail or succeed mm-hmm. and um, the stress of that or, or a big investment, you know, there's, there's levels of um, obviously importance and those, mm-hmm. obviously those things are very, very important, but, but when you're, you're really close to losing, you know, you know, one of the closest people to your, like, like your children, uh, everything just kind of changes. And, mm-hmm. and, and the stress of a client who's upset about something because some button's the wrong color or, mm-hmm. you know, or the, or the server's down for, for, you know, for a couple of hours or whatever it is, it's just, it's just incomparable. So, so I, I always think my life lesson is, it's all by perspective of going, yes. you know, we're through it, but, but, you know, um, mm-hmm. in perspective, you know, there are things that are much more critical, important and, 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 you know, we, it's, it's having perspective. That's it. Yep. I think that's great. Well, Niall, I'll, Thank you so much for joining me today and for coming to Orange County and setting up a VC fund and investing here locally in the community and, and everything as we try to keep moving things forward. And, and as I say, you know, accelerating OC. So you're definitely doing your part and great to have you here today. And I'm sure this will be a conversation we continue from here. So we'll talk soon. Thank you, Kerry. I really appreciate it you have me on and hopefully my perspective was helpful and stay safe out there okay you too be well you've just listened to accelerate oc join our live recordings every tuesday morning at accelerateoc.com or listen like and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot let's accelerate oc together 